Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Excitement level in here is out of control, and for good reason. Connor's okay? You're okay? I'm fine. Connor McKnight in for Sylvie today. Thinking about Brad Nestler voicing the sounds of a new NCAA college football game. I I, I am so impressed with the enthusiasm from so many different people about the return of this football video game. I mean, it's not fake. Like this is no, I know. There's there's a true fandom to this. This is truly. I'm being sincere. The the recognition of the pure emotion, the joy in your guys' faces is just it's incredible. That's the fun part about you, Tom Waddle. You're not you're not out here to yuck somebody's no, yum. No, like no, you're no. here for I'm it. here. I'm here to yeah. You're I want to be I want to hear like morbidly fascinated I just by want to be invited to the party. I love that I love that you while you don't understand. I no, I have no idea what you guys are talking you're about still. Here for everyone I'm else's here for everyone else's party. That's awesome about you. Yeah. It really is. And you somebody tweeted you and yes. suggested uh, I'll, I'll find it. Hold on. I'll find it one second. Yeah, Adam Dumel tweeted at me. I love how Tom Waddle can't understand how there's enough time to play NCAA 25. Meanwhile, he's binging a whole season of Jack Reacher in one night while slugging right. a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Did you say dead you, on? Dead you, on. You finished Netflix? <laughs> I am done with Netflix. I finished Netflix. Yeah. I did. So he's up. right. I mean, I'm done parenting. I mean, I still have, my kids are still they're in different places. They're not, they're not kids. They're adults. You're not done parenting. Oh, I quit parenting. parenting when my youngest was 16. She's 20 now. Like, I I stopped paying attention. Hold that ripcord, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm still, look, I'm still responsible. I'm paying for everything, but but parenting, not so that's, much. That's parenting. Well, what they're I more understand, mature than I am. I've only been doing it for about a year and a couple of months, but mo- a lot of parenting is paying for stuff. Well, that's true. Supporting. I don't paying, know if that's parenting. That's supporting. Paying anyway, so much th- th- for th- Adam's right. I've got time. Yes. Yes, you do. I mean, I'm basically, you're right, Charlie. I'm done with Netflix. I don't have any more shows. Can we set up a GoFundMe for you? Get Tom a PS5. Oh, you so don't need to do that. I'm not taking people's money. Okay, I'll take enough. your suggestions. You can Speak, cancel his I, Netflix subscription, and that'll pay for it. Do I, I need to buy the you need the console. You need yeah, to buy PS5. a PlayStation or an Xbox of some kind. Is the, is the, the controller still connected to the no, they're wireless now, baby. Okay. You can play that from the couch about 40 feet away. It's yeah, great. I have not had a video console or game set up, and I can't tell you. How. It'd be great if, if we get Waddle on it, and then mid-August, he's completely used all his vacation days right. trying to make Boston he's College the, a dynasty. He's got the beard grown out. You know, he's just doing the whole... Listen, if I, if, I, if, I, if I commit to this, you guys are in trouble. Yes, you guys well, are like in I trouble. can't make it to football fest. So yeah. I gotta play. I don't know, guys. Football. We're right in the middle of recruiting season yeah, at we BC. Got SMU on the road this week, <laughs> right? I mean, seriously, I, and it's I'm a big a, time visit for some some solid recruits here. I can't lose this one. I, I, I got to actually play it. I can't sim it. Four star. I got a four state safety coming in. I can't lose this game. I got to play it. What do you What do you want? As from you me? guys have seen, I I I have a problem. Once I I commit to something, it's not a problem. That's care. You care. I, I think it's obsession. Your biggest like, weakest is like, you just care too when much. When I started enjoying scotch, <laughs> I started enjoying scotch. When I started watching Netflix series, Adam's right. I get through them in a night. Yep. I don't do anything halfway. That's that's what I think that's what we okay. admire about you. Uh, I don't know if you admire it, but you... 
I'm Anyways. glad that you're not going to take public money for your Xbox. No, I'm not. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, just a reminder, in about 15 minutes, we'll give you an opportunity to qualify for this great Steinhoffel's President's Day Flyaway Trivia Contest. Uh, we're qualifying one person every day on Friday and up until Friday, and then we'll draw the winner. I'll give you more of the details coming up here in about 15 minutes, but you'll get an opportunity to qualify for this great giveaway. Uh, there was an article today, no property tax relief for the Bears on the Arlington Park valuation. Uh, where was this article from, Tyler? Please help me. That was from WGN, I believe. From WGN. Uh, hey, listen, here's the. we're going to tie this together, especially with uh, Jarrett's interview with, with Kevin Warren. But anyway, the Bears are going to uh, not going to get any property tax relief on the Arlington Heights property. The three-member Elected Board of Review unanimously endorsed county assessor's valuation of $192 million for the undeveloped land. According to the report, that valuation carries a yearly tax bill of about $15 million, the report says, which is much higher than the Bears believe the land is worth. Now, according to a Chicago Tribune report late last month, the Bears presented two appraisals of the property, one for $60 million, one for $71 million, to the Board of Review. I, listen, I'm not an expert in this, but in layman's terms, They've valued this land, which is not producing any type of revenue. Right. It's just land. They tore down Arlington Racecourse, and it has been appraised for $192 million, which creates a tax bill yearly of $15 million. The Bears are like, hey, why in the world are we paying four times what Churchill Downs, who owned Arlington Park, what they were paying on a property that was actually conducting business? I think they do have a bit of a they, – they have an argument there. Some would suggest the difference between $15 million a year in property tax and what would it be, 6 or $8 million. Nobody's giving the Bears any type of sympathy. Nobody's passing the hat here. This, I, some people believe this is negotiation or this is leverage the Bears are using. I'm one that believes, Connor, that Kevin Warren is dialed in to wanting to build this new stadium downtown. That's where I'm at on this. Some people think this is just him using leverage and downtown is leverage for getting a better tax situation up in Arlington Heights. I'm somebody, based on every time I've listened to Kevin Warren talk about this project and his love of the lakefront, I don't believe that this is just him playing poker. I believe this is where he wants this project to, to happen. Well, a couple of things. And we, I know we've got some sound from Kevin Warren from JP's interview, Jared Payton's interview with yeah. him that we'll get to in a second here. But my thoughts are these. This is not the first time that the tax issue has become a thing for the Bears. And if no. I recall... That predates Kevin Warren's arrival, right? I mean, the fact well, that they Arlington bought the Heights, property in Arlington Heights prior to Kevin Warren becoming president of the Arlington Heights, let him know that those taxes are going to be a little higher than you thought, like four times higher before Kevin Warren got into his job as well. So Correct. this is something that was an existing issue when Warren came into came into play. Now the other thing here too is, and I forget if it was in that WGN article or in the NBC Five article that I read. There are the teachers' unions in Arlington Heights. Yes, it's listen. It's it's. There's a lot to this. Three suburban school districts: Palatine Community uh, school Consolidated districts, yeah. School District 15, Arlington Heights-based Township High School District 214, and Palatine-based Township High School District 211 have had the land valued at 160 million. So there is a tie 
from and, that angle. And obviously those tax dollars go to those local school districts. Correct. And by the way, if the parties can't arrive on a settlement by this Saturday, the Daily Herald reports the Board of Review will review the case by the middle of next week. The report also says the Bears could go to the state's property tax appeal board within 30 days or file a complaint in Cook County Circuit Court. So there are still a couple of avenues that they could take to try to to rectify this in their favor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've been a part of an HOA or something like that where you've had to appeal your your tax assessment, right. but I, I have. It takes a long time. It right? does. I mean, it's a long process, and there are many appeals to this. I mean, you don't... On the one hand, it is a PR conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the Bears are going to go out here, and I would imagine the next steps for Arlington Heights are, well, you, you don't want to give schools money? Like, we, these, we're schools. Right. We need money to educate children. You don't want to be the other side of educating Correct. children. There's a public relations piece to this puzzle. And the PR at Arlington yeah. Heights yeah. and the school districts are good. They know what they're doing there. Right. And it's just, it is a, it's a fact. I, I also think, you know, when we talked a little bit in the pre-show fist fight, about and you mentioned your belief that Kevin Warren wants to have this done here. I believe town. yes. Listen, there are still barriers, regardless of where we're going here, yeah. whether it's Arlington Heights or down by the lakefront. There are still barriers to the next venue for Bears football. No question, this is not an easy situation. Barriers, yeah. yes. And I'm not, that's before you get to the pouring of the concrete and the brick and the mortar and the tuck pointing and everything like this. You've got red tape to cut through. Yes. You've got potentially a, a new mayor. I mean, this is just because of the timeline. Right. I'm not saying one thing or another about Brandon be... Johnson, but he's got to win an election yep. the next time around before the Bears really have how much can you get done with this current mayor's office, with these current aldermen. You also have what is now bubbling on the south side or south loop. The White Sox may or may not be looking at some public money or at least some sort of relationship with the city oh it, there's no doubt it feels like well, uh, like jerry reinsdorf has run a race to try and get access to some of those public funds before the bears could actually lay claim to them as well if that's where you're going like if that's what you're doing i wouldn't fault the white Sox for doing that why would you want to be uh, behind that, the bears that, that that would, no you're right that'd just be a good timely business decision of course it would and i i think too you know, listen, I, I don't know where you fall on the Bears need to be in Chicago or anything like that. I don't think like they that. need to be. I, I don't necessarily either, but I know there are a large amount of Bears fans that feel really attached to being here, being a couple blocks that way and toward the lake. And I think Kevin Warren has, and I think the Bears have played that some. Not in like a crass way necessarily, but it exists. So use it. Well, I think Kevin Warren also has experience dealing with this type of issue. Like he was part of the Minnesota Vikings when they built that great stadium up there. I haven't been in it, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. I believe they had a relationship or they had an agreement to build it outside of the city at one point, and then they switched gears and ultimately built it in downtown Minneapolis. And as you're saying, I mean, it's it's, it's really glorious. My I've never been there, there, but and the the thing that that he and the Vikings were able to do really well there is work around a lot of the issues that local commuters had around that particular site. I mean, it looked like it was going to be an absolute nightmare for I don't know if that's possible anywhere around here. See, I don't know that that's true either. I've lived here for a long time, and I don't know that there's a worse place to get to than Soldier Field and that museum campus, which sucks. Yes. Because I love going that way. I love going down to that, you know, the shed and all that other kind of stuff and the planetarium and, and hanging out there and doing those things. 
but it's impossible to go do. You can't just take the train and hop off. And Kevin Warren, I think, has an appreciation for that experience as well. I believe he was talking with Jarrett about the lakefront and whether or not that is the most desirable location. This is from uh, this is from yesterday and uh, from WGN with Jared Payton interviewing Kevin Warren, Bears president. You know, anytime you come into a new situation, you're just gathering information. Now I've been here about 10 months and I'm able to really have gathered, you know, information. I mean, the Arlington Heights property is incredible. I mean, anytime you have 326 acres, you know, near a major city, uh, and now we've cleaned everything, so it's, it's, it's a vacant piece of land. So that's a great piece of property. Uh, that said, to be able to have optionality with Chicago, you know, I've, I've, I've made it very clear what I feel about Chicago. I think it's the finest city in the world. You know, very rarely, I can't think of another major metropolitan area that has beautiful lakefront that you can swim in that's clean, near downtown. The architecture in Chicago is phenomenal. Uh, and just the history and the tradition. And so it's just something that, um, uh, you know, feels right uh, about the Bears in Chicago. But this is a long journey, and we'll continually work on it. You know, I kind of wish I would have taken the architecture boat ride that Kevin Warren went on. And I listen, feel like I would have gone. I would have enjoyed that time. I mean, every time I've heard him talk about the city, it is an appreciation like over and above what you would think you'd hear from him about it is gorgeous it is it's the greatest summertime town in the country fantastic but i and look i don't go to a ton of games so maybe i'm not the right person yeah. but jeff meller who's drawing penises on my car he's now s- suggesting he didn't do that he's not suggesting we'll talk he's about that tomorrow yes, standing he's up actually for... seeking i think legal representation right but he's a season ticket holder. I think that the people that do go regularly get bogged down and bothered by how difficult it is to get in and out of there. And it's not convenient. And it's not the experience that some other people around the, you know, the different NFL cities, the, the experiences that they have. Right. So, look, I don't know. Ultimately, I'm not denying that some of this is is, you know, playing the game and using, you know, leverage as part of of. You know, the the process. But I think that ever since he came here, I initially thought I was like the 99% guy that said it's going to happen in Arlington Heights. It's just a matter of them hammering out some details. As soon as Kevin Warren became the president and you heard how he spoke about the situation and every time he talks about it, I I don't hear him and just think he's playing poker. I hear him thinking that he wants this building to be this new stadium would be on the lakefront. Fact of the matter is, though, the Bears have purchased 326 acres That's true. out in Arlington Heights. I mean, they own that land, right? So they have to leverage it. You know, the potential, the tax hit is coming whether they build there or not. They own it. That assessment was for, what did you say, $192 million? Uh, it was assessed at a $192 million. They, they owe that whether they build a scrap of anything or not. Well, they owe, they owe a, the, the tax... Uh, yeah, sorry, they owe the fifteen million. 15 they million, owe the taxes yes. on yeah. one hundred and ninety-two, whether yeah. they build there or not. Right, they're holding that bag, so you you have to leverage around some pieces. And the reason that 
you also have to play that game is because there are multiple actors involved here, right? This is not just the negotiation between Kevin Warren, the mayor of Arlington Heights, and the mayor of Chicago. There are, like we talked about, school districts and construction companies and all these other kinds of things that you have to navigate through in order to get these deals done. I don't have all the, you know, the, the knowledge of all the details of all this. I, I guess, you know, somebody would ask, what's the difference for an NFL franchise? I, I know the, the difference between a $15 million tax liability and a 6 or $7 million tax liability or 5 or $6 million tax liability. The, the wise-ass answer is 9 or $10 million, the difference. Right. Uh, my guess is, is off, also is, is this, it's the starting point. Like, if, wait till this, this whole paradise is built. That's what I'm saying. You know, and the starting point for the valuation is 192 versus 60 or 70, where the bears are like, look, why are you making us pay four times the tax rate or tax liability that Churchill Downs was paying when this was an operating business? It's just like your house. You put upgrades in the house, you're going to get There's assessed no upgrades that tore everything down. But that's what I'm saying. They're going to, if they start at 192 and then they build their paradise, those taxes are going to be higher. It's like it's a starting point. They'd rather start at 60 and climb up to 192 after they've built everything up and own everything around there as opposed to start at 192. This is what I hope. I don't know ultimately what will happen. I've always said I want them to build something that is magnificent, that everybody that is a Bears fan and goes to see a Bears game can have the experience of a lifetime. It costs a lot of money to a go, go to a game. Yeah. And if you are taking your family of four, I just I hope that the experience is going to be spectacular. And that, look, in a, in a perfect world, I'd like to see them build almost like a Bears village where you can do a thousand different things there. It is something that will bring a Super Bowl. It will bring a Final Four. It will bring concerts. It will bring a ton of revenue to the situation. It'll just be a great place to go. Wherever that is, I really don't care. Whether it's Arlington Heights, somewhere out west, somebody, somewhere, wherever it is. I don't care where it's at. We argue with Wilbon about this all the time, and Mike's an advocate of keeping it on the lake where Soldier Field is. Now, fine, as long as you can build it somewhere where the access is better and the experience is fantastic. That's all I care about. And the other thing about this, too, is it's it's what we've been talking about with the Bears for a long time, right? You just want their offense to play in the right. modern era. Get it right. And at this point with the Bears, you want them to operate the business like yes. it does in yes. the modern era of the NFL. And that means real estate deals. That means bearsdom. That means owning the apartment complexes around the whatever or having stake in the lakefront property that you're going to, whatever it is, that's, that's by Soldier Field or, or constructing on top of it. My that's battle, the modern NFL. Yeah. My battle cry, it's such a great point. Regardless of whether or not we're talking about a new stadium, we're talking about the offense, the quarterback situation, whatever it is, get it right. Just get it right. And maybe that's just a very, you know, idealistic way to look at it. But that's the only way I can actually step even, back and even if it's playing catch up with the rest of the league. Exactly. Get there. You know, yeah. I'm not you don't have to be bleeding edge with some of this stuff. And, but you and, do need to be modern. And you and I would both be willing if you want to devise a fund to help, you know, because I'm not a huge advocate of doing it with public funds. Yeah. Let's do this with private funds. If you Give have us an the opportunity money. to invest in it, even in a very small amount. I'd invest in them building a stadium. A little then mutual I would fund. Yes, let's get a little ETF or yeah. whatever it is, a little mutual fund. Bears, fire open that money app. Now, listen, I'm not suggesting that you have some worthless piece of paper like you do if you're a Green Bay Packer no. you know, stockholder. No, sir. I'm going to invest in this stadium so it's a private you know, endeavor, but then I'm going to have some ownership in said stadium. 
like actual ownership. I'm going to have some ownership. Like a, like a percentage attached Correct. to the it Tom will be an asset to me. See, I like this it idea. It will be an asset. I like this idea. You don't have to advertise. You don't have to ask for money, you, no. but you advertise the service. Correct. Hey, Bears fans, we got a mutual fund. Sure, they're taxing us $192 million up at Arlington Heights, but we Details. feel that that value is going to be a lot bigger once we've right. constructed yes. all the what apartment What is the price buildings? of the stadium? $2 billion? Don't worry about well, it. We'll raise $2 billion. You throw 15 bucks at us, we'll throw it in the fund. It'll grow. You can invest over time if you like. Maybe you take this card, this membership, this Bears ownership card. I'm going to get an ownership card. Nice graphite card. Maybe a little stainless steel for the third tier up, that kind of thing. Indestructible. Swipe it at the new place. You get your beer with that kind of money. Yeah. This is not a bad idea. I'm just telling you, like, uh, and again, I'm not asking to have a worthless piece of paper. I'm no. going to have you want dividend a valuable checks. commodity. You want Bears dividend checks Correct. coming your way every quarter. Right. Is there Where is there a better investment where you have a great opportunity to see the value of your asset appreciate in a fantastic manner i heard you guys talking on monday the super bowl it's, this was like the most star-studded and most watched 120 super bowl some ever, million right? people watch the super bowl you think the nfl's losing money Do you, let me ask you a question you take a guess okay when the bears actually build this stadium when you factor in the the team and the stadium how much do you believe that entity in total will be worth if, in fact, they were willing to sell it at that point? Remind me what the – I lose track. I'm just going to tell you. Remind me what the evaluation tell you right was of it's the Bears. It's about $5 billion, about right? Five four billion? and a half billion right now. Uh, then then give me, show me eight. Show me eight billion. I'll show you ten billion. You think ten? I think when the think stadium is done, digit I believe it, yes. I wouldn't. Be I don't surprised. believe that the value of NFL franchises is going down anytime soon. So, me, if you gave me the opportunity to invest in the building of the stadium, covering- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm open to the thought, and that way, it's not publicly funded; it's privately funded. And look, I mean, there there are several people that could do this all on their own. Uh, I yeah. think the fewer than that. If we're, if we're really counting up right. the cash. I'm just saying. There are, like, there, is this a one person dollar? could yeah. do this on his that's own if he point. wanted to. There are several people, that's my point, that could several do it all by themselves. of people yeah. that could on their own. I'm just saying if you want to spread the risk out a little bit, give me a holler. Div- Bears dividend check yeah. every quarter to the Tom Waddle right. I don't know that we solved any problems, but I am very interested in where this... Most importantly, I want this to take place sooner rather than later and um, my hope is is that you're not putting an enormous burden on the public with regard to the financing and, and pushing the timeline back right yeah, I mean, that's, that's my point that's, get, that's, let's get it going all right uh speaking of let's get it going uh we have this fantastic promotion steinhoffel's president's day flyaway trivia contest each day this week we have asked you a trivia question about this show's now almost 17 years I think it is 17 years old. Wow. We've traveled all over the place. We've gone on many different fantastic trips to broadcast uh, and hang out and to hang out and broadcast. But uh, we're asking you a trivia question once a day for the entire week. Uh, Friday, we'll take the five qualifiers. You're going to a pool. We'll randomize you. And the correct answers to the five trivia questions, those five people will be available to win. What will you win? You will actually qualify if you qualified today for a chance to win the grand prize, which is two $500 airline gift cards. Whoa! Available courtesy of United, American Airlines, Delta, and Southwest. Their gift cards 
Um, and Steinhoffels have his has this great four day President's Day sale that starts on Friday. You'll get one hundred dollars off when you spend over one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and up to a three hundred dollar United American Airlines Delta or Southwest gift card with a qualifying purchase. So official contest rules can be found at ESPN Chicago Contest dot com. Just know if you get the answer to this trivia question correct. You will go into the hopper, and then you will be one of five, and on Friday, uh, we will draw the winner, and that winner will receive the grand prize of two $500 airline gift cards. You could go, you know, a lot of places with... You could go a lot of places. Yeah. Several places. You win them both. It's not two winners. It's one person who gets two... Two gift cards. Yeah. For 500 Courtesy of Steinhoff. Oh, this is fantastic. Okay, so this is the trivia question for today, Con. Okay? Hey, uh, 2016 Cubs are in the World Series against the Cleveland Indians. Indians at that time, Guardians today. That's right. We traveled as a station out to Cleveland for game one of the World Series. It was glorious. We had so much fun. We did so many great things. People were smoking cigars. Everybody was arguing. We were hammered. Um, Just like a good road trip. Because I am a man of the people and I'm thinking about others. And I wasn't, didn't want the driver to have to continually pull off to the side and go to a rest stop. You're only thinking about others. I was thinking about others. I needed to go to the bathroom. Number one, not number two. That would have been... You've got to think about yourself a little bit more. You know? We would have gone to a rest area if it was number two. But I actually relieved myself in a certain way on said bus okay. so that we didn't have to stop and we could continue on that six-hour drive. So thinking about everyone on the bus, instead of raising my hand and saying, I think, oh, potty, what I did was took care of what I needed to take care of myself. The question is, how did I go about doing that? What receptacle did I use? Uh, okay, okay, and that's a good hint. To make sure that we could continue our travel. That three, is one, two, the three, three, two, three, seven, seven, six. That is the trivia question. First correct caller will qualify for these fantastic grand prize two $500 airline gift cards, which we will give to the winner on Friday. Do you have a, uh, you know, you know yeah, the answer. I know. I've been told. I, Do you find it to be odd? Or? No, I find it to have been, I would guess, necessary. Yeah. Necessary. Totally necessary. Um, and I think given what was probably at your disposal during that trip, Probably the wisest choice. I didn't do it for myself. I did it for everyone else on the bus. Because, you know, if you're taking... It was already... What is it to get to Cleveland from downtown Chicago here on a bus? Six, probably six. Six and a half. I, I think it was probably seven and a half. It would have been eight, oh, yeah, eight bus and a half. Is, bus is longer. On a bus if we were constantly stopping. So I believe that I was doing everybody a favor. Who is it? Uh, in the loop. Paolo? Paolo, on yep. the, in the loop, do you have the correct answer? What did I do? How did I relieve myself so that we could maintain our staying on the road? You went in a uh, a bottle that was from Peanuts. And I said Peanuts. You said Peanuts. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> no, we used some Peanuts. Yes, Very good. I took a uh, planter's peanut jar. We poured all the peanuts. I poured them into a hat and actually used the peanut jar as the... Uh, the urine receptacle. I, I, how, stop me when I get to the, where, halfway how much? Up easily. Halfway. Oh, there was a lot of booze going to my, a lot, a lot of, up. I was probably six beers Ooh, in at the time. Boy. That yeah. is. Because once Danny you, Zetterman, he, he's claiming that actually he's the one that carried the planter's peanut 
jar off the bus. Now, why weren't you able to carry the planter's peanut jar off the bus on your own? I may have gotten off the bus a little hastily and and wasn't thinking about it, but I do believe that I took it from him as he handed it to me on the steps. As a a man of the people. Paolo, congratulations. You qualified for the big uh, big giveaway. How many callers did that take, Tyler? Not many? Didn't look like many, like two or three. No, he was the first. Was he? You know, I mean, like this good pretty good i thought it was a pretty good move by me well you don't want to use like a can you get that sharp no, lip no, no, on the you yeah, know you no, on a pop yeah, top that's no. that's just i don't think anybody knew what i was doing either are you able to head to the back of the well there was no bathroom on the obviously otherwise i would have used the bathroom <laughs> on the, the best part is like yeah. bathroom no i'll keep that open for <laughs> yeah. everybody else give me the let's see planters right. peanut jar yeah yeah, so it was a great trip, and I thought I was doing. Anyway, uh, Paolo wins. He's uh, he don't win. He qualifies. We'll pull a uh, a winner tomorrow. We'll have one more qualifier tomorrow. It's been a great. Uh, it is a great contest. And again, Steinhoffels, thank you very much. Steinhoffels President's Day Flyaway Trivia Contest. One more chance to qualify tomorrow. Then we'll give away the two five hundred dollar airline gift cards. Hey, when we come back, a little something we like to call Waddles World, and then we also have Florida or Ohio. We missed that yesterday. We'll get to that. That's all next. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD two FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's that time again when we venture deep into the great unknown. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. A trip inside the mind of a multi-concussed former Bears wide receiver. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him, and he had an all-time day in the use of smelling salt. Buckle up, boys and girls. Tom Waddle, everything wants to have a Tom Waddle. If I had a football team, I'd like to have a Tom Waddle on my team because you draw from that. It's time to go inside. Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salts. I did. I had to use a lot of smelling salts back in the day. Waddle's World brought to you by Wintrust. Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. Before we get to some really important baseball news, uh, Danny Zetterman has chimed in based yeah. on the, uh, yes, he did. the last conversation we had. He said, don't forget... Um, that my urine got on him as he was removing the peanut jar off the bus. I feel like... And he says, I don't remember because I was too wasted. I uh, I don't believe that was accurate. I don't think that's Sober true. Sober as a judge climbing up that bus. That was you. Yeah. Why wasn't the lid on the peanut jar? I feel like that's the first thing you do. You put the lid... On, on the jar. That is correct. And Probably then remove lost, the jar. Right? You feel like the, the lid got lost? Isn't that like road trip? Um, yeah. I guess like it happens all the time on a road trip. Like, oh, like someone loses you the lose jar, the lid. To, the, the lid to the jar yeah, or something. Like a, loses the cap was, on the water bottle. Was it one of those peanut jars that only Except had peanut, right? peanut jars that only had the, no, the, no, the no, tin? No, there's no chance the I am taking a pee in something like that where you could. No, a slice edge? Yeah. yeah you no, can't have that around. No. no. It's, it's like you don't want to be at a deli when that thing. No. No, you're not looking for that. By the way, I mean, this is the top story before we get to the baseball information. Uh, after missing 14 games with a broken jaw, Connor Bedard returns tonight. Oh, thank God. About a week earlier than expected, he's going to play against his hockey idol, Sidney Crosby. Hawks-Penguins on NBC Sports Chicago 
Coverage begins at 7 p.m. tonight with our good friend, Good Time Patty Boyle. Three people I feel really good for in this Connor Bedard, Pat Boyle, and Joe Brand. Yes. The guy. Yes. And then the two dudes who have to do pre and post for that team. Thank God Connor Bedard's coming back. 7 o'clock tonight. Coverage begins. Let's go. Hawks and Penguins. Connor Bedard is back. Get your popcorn. Uh, PB's going to bring you all the action, oh, too. I haven't seen PB forever. I think I'm going to see him tomorrow night. I was on the phone with him a couple of really? weeks ago. Yeah, great He's guy. He's one Solid of the best dude. that's ever walked this planet. Yeah, he really is. Uh, really anyway, is. Uh, John Morosi is reporting that uh, Rob Manfred said he would like to have the... Uh, oh, wait a second. Before we got to that... What do you got? Um, Manfred is, has basically yeah. announced that... Rob Manfred is having his conversation with beat reporters right now and yes. has told them that he will step away from the commissioner's role that in was January the, of 2029. That was that was the, the first part of the story. That is the end of his current contract as MLB commissioner. So he is stepping away from being the MLB commissioner January of 2029. January 2029. And this is the second part of it. Manfred said he would like to have the MLB expansion process to 32 teams in place by the time his tenure as commissioner ends which doesn't, at that time. Which doesn't mean we're waiting until January of 29 to have that in place. That means at any point during the next, what is this, 2024, five years, that we could have that in place and on the roll. I hope that is the case. I, I don't think we need to wait another five years to get this going. It's been planned long enough. And both the A's, I think, and Rays have their stadium situations. Do they? Because I think Las Vegas, like last week, the mayor of Las Vegas was telling the A's to stay in. It's not going well for John Fisher and the Oakland A's, but then a lot hasn't over the last, call it 30 years. Um, But I, I think they'll be located. So I have two questions for you, Mr. Baseball. First of all, is two more... Are two more teams in Major League Baseball a good thing for the sport? Yeah, I think so. I think expansion is inevitable. So on the one hand, while it might denigrate quality of play for a little while or might be a little tricky from a marketplace standpoint in those new places, it's going to happen. I think baseball has a couple of processes in place, and especially by 2029 when we've got our our rights fees, our RSNs, the cable networks, which with you watch baseball, kind of figured out i think it'll be in a good spot for that expansion yeah i do okay here's the other piece yay for expansion yay for expansion here's the other piece of news manfred has also told reporters that he would like to have in regards to the unsigned free agents right the boris four that are out there montgomery and snell and bellinger and i'm forgetting the fourth one matt chapman i think He'd like to have a free agency signing period in the offseason, preferring to have two weeks somewhere in December where you see a flurry of Major League Baseball free agent signings and activities and coverage and talk about baseball, of much course. like the NFL has, right. as opposed to the long, drawn-out process we have right now. Wow, that sounds like it's a good idea. He went on to say that that was presented, I guess, according to Manfred, to the Major League Baseball Players Association, and they did not like that. And what is the explanation for why they do not? It's not enough time for them to shop their services? I don't know that he went into detail about that. I'm sure Tony Clark will have a rebuttal for it when he talks, usually next day or two after Manfred talks so that he can have his rebuttal. But my my question there has always been, look, I'd love it if everybody got signed over a two-week period and had this absolute frenzy of baseball news and all this other kind of stuff. What happens if Blake Snell doesn't sign by the end of that two-week period? 
Then he's he then, has to quit. He has to retire. Yeah, he's he's, he's, done. he's sent done. to Korea. Right. I, like what? Ha- like I, that? I don't know. Find me the consequences. And I would imagine that Major League Baseball Players Association probably starts with, okay, so what if Bellinger doesn't want to sign by then? Well, I think it's happened. Listen, I'm spitballing here, but I'm thinking that the timing aspect of this doesn't work as well in baseball as it does in football. No, Because there's no salary cap. That's right. So, like, if you're an NFL franchise, you've only got a certain amount of money to work with. And once you've, you know, like you, there's no indefinite period to sign anybody. Listen, I don't have any more money. If Steve Cohen wants to sign Cody Bellinger or anybody else at any time, he can do it. He uh, wants to go sign Tom Waddle to a 10-year, $200 million contract. I'm in. He damn totally. well can. Yeah. I'd probably play third base better than both teams here in town. Um, who is most likely to take over as commissioner of Major League Baseball if, in fact, that is the the date in which Manfred is going to step away? I think if you could head to Vegas, and you would definitely get there before the A's do, and place a bet. On your favorite, the odds-on favorite. My would first probably, guess would be Theo. Your favorite would probably be Theo. Now, Epstein. he would have to divest himself from the Boston Red Sox, well, right? Or does he not have any ownership stake in that He's got team? a new role in the ownership. I forget the name. The Fenway, Fenway Sports Group. group yeah. Fenway Group. He's got a new role there where he's, I think, in play by both the Red Sox, the Bruins, and... Liverpool, I, right? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, an EPL team. He owns over yeah. There, yeah, EPL team over there. So he's got a new role there. I, I would imagine that if he is commissioner, he would have to divest himself I would think from that. So. You can't be commissioner of a league in a, in, a, in a scenario where you own part of a team. But that's five years from now. Right. And Theo's 50. And, you know, he just spent the last two years or so fixing Major League Baseball from a lot of people's perspective. You know, the pitch clock was a big part Giant of his bases. idea. Giant bases. You got to love them. Shift. It was a lot. No shift. It was a lot that he shift had to do. Shift or no shift. Not shot or no shot. Not shift shot or, or no, no shot. shift. Different show. Shift or no shift. You got to be really careful on both of those segments. <laughs> I think we should do something, too, before we get out of here. Again, 515 Northwestern Rutgers. We're carrying that game. Making you pee in a peanut jar and see if you can get upstairs without spilling it on your hands. I don't want to play that game. I don't feel like there's a win for me in that game. There's not. There's a win for engage, the rest of us. I don't engage in tomfoolery. Yeah. Uh, I would rather, and why this segment isn't called tomfoolery instead of Waddle's World, I'll never know. You know what? Maybe we'll change it. But I don't know that I'm Tom willing to engage. Tomfoolery brought to you by Wintrust Community Banks. There you go. Not that's as much alliteration on that. It's true. It's true. There's less alliteration. I don't want to play that game. You don't? I don't, don't see a lot of wins in that for me. Um, this is big news. This is big baseball news. This is, this is, is baseball. No, I've, got I mean, more, I've got even bigger baseball I, news for you. You know me. I can nerd out about any kind of baseball news. Yeah. This is big news. Well, i got bigger news for you. You ready for this? All right. The White Sox have agreed to a minor league contract with Mike Moustakis. All right. He's uh, So is that a non-roster invite? Is he? A, oh, no. He's a minor league invite to camp. Agreed to a minor Mike league contract there. with veteran infielder Mike Moustakis today. That includes an invitation to Major League Camp for spring training. Well, listen, they got uh, they got some opportunity at second base. Mike has played that in the shift era of baseball. Um, yeah, Mike wants to keep on playing. He's going to keep on playing. Any other thoughts Go about Royals. your uh, favorite baseball team? Um, no, not okay. of the, not of, right. not of newsiness. All right, not and of by the, the way, variety. the uh, speaking of newsiness, uh, the news of the day, I believe, is is not just that. 
Rob Manfred is going to step away as MLB commissioner. When After is he it? Changes Jan- the game completely. Yeah. Apparently, January of 2029. Isn't that what he's that's saying? Right. That's right. Yeah, that's a, that's a ways out. Uh, anyway, the Bears. Uh, no surprise here, but it is official. The Bears have released veteran safety Eddie Jackson and guard Cody Whitehair. Uh, that will free up just over $21 million through their salary cap. So uh, that is was expected news, and it was announced today. Um, Bears will now have, what, fourth most cap space of any team in fourth the National most Football effective League? effective cap space, which basically accounts for the fact that you need to fill out your roster. Right. As opposed That's to okay. ineffective Ian cap Rappaport, space. which you don't want to have. If you're picking between cap spaces, you want, ineffective ineffective cap space. you want the effective You want the effective cap space. Rappaport had tweeted earlier this afternoon the combined salary cap numbers of 32 million but that's just the old sheet now you've got the new stuff with the dead cap money and that's right uh, it's a very complicated process that i do not even it's witchcraft pretend yes I to don't understand. Really understand it i don't yeah, really get so it I, when tyler says it's just over 21 million dollars of cap space that they freed up i'm going with that i, I don't understand. i think it's the safest thing i can do is go with tyler on there that you part. go all right all right when we come back we do a little something not called tomfoolery, a little something we cool. call Florida or Ohio. Yes. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals, random stabbings, or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida or Ohio is brought to you by Finishing Chicago. Great finishes start with contractors from FinishingChicago.com. Do you play along at home I, of when course. you do listen? Of course. Yeah. Play along at Florida, Ohio. Do you? It's a fantastic game. Yeah. It has been very kind of calm and mundane recently. These are not the months people, for Florida yeah, people, or Ohio. Got a good one today. Oh, yeah. okay. Got a good one today. Okay. Man arrested for casting porn on the restaurant TVs. <laughs> Oh, what no. was he doing? He was casting oh, no. porn what from his phone. What do you mean casting so porn? So you can send like a oh, no. video from your phone to the TV. You're like at, like AirPlay or something? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the little button in the top of the YouTube video that you're watching? Yeah. You press that and you can send it to your smart TV or we're, something? Uh, tell me we're at an Apple's, uh, Applebee's or they something. They would not disclose the restaurant. Really? Instead mm-hmm. of Hooters? A man used well, a cell They phone. put it up there themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need you, Connor, to put your porn gonna, on their team. I'm joking. They're, they're, they're joking. They're the Shonies. <laughs> now, you're, you're going back to Cincinnati right now, aren't you? You know what I'm doing. Frisch's Big Boy. Have you ever seen the Frisch's Big Boy? Oh, the of big, course I have. The big statue you, up front. Of course I have. The guy in the, uh, the white and red checked overalls. Yes. <laughs> he's projected. He's projecting Dude, his like, porn up there on the burger. Or that, on the big white plate. Like... That was like holiday feasting for us. Like if it, if you, it was, we were going to go out, dress Pizza up. Hut or Frisch's. You had to dress up to go down there to the Pizza Hut buffet. Yeah. You put the good one. You listen. You fill out a bucket card. You get yeah. your own personal pan pizza. Yeah. Yes. You head on up to Pizza Hut. Yeah. You best be tucked in your shirt. No doubt. You have to tuck in that shirt. Tuck in your shirt. 
even if it's a tank top. I'm going Tampa. I'm going Tampa. This is the kind of stuff that happens in Tampa. Do we get more details? You want some more details? I can give I you some more details. details. I feel like this guy, if he's watching a video, it's probably a crowded indoor space. Do you think space? he did it intentionally he's or maybe some... he hit the wrong button? No, it's, this is the wrong button. This oh, is, really? Yeah. You think it's this is unintentional? So the other, the the flip side of that is he was just watching it by himself then. That's what I'm saying. He's okay. in a, this is a man tucked away in a corner booth at an indoor establishment. Ooh. He frequents often where he does this a lot and he hit the wrong button. Or maybe he's just a Rookie joker mistake. and he's trying to, you're like, he's thinking he's funny. No, it's worse than that. This is, think, this is, is no. there is Is there even more salaciousness attached to this? Does he get busted for indecent exposure? No, he never got busted for that. He, Dylan Seibel, 30 what? years Who? old, is charged with disseminating matter harmful to juveniles under the age of 13. Well, yeah. A felony and disseminating matters harmful. Matter harmful to juveniles, a first-degree misdemeanor. What? Three families, including children ages 9 to 12 years old, reportedly went to the restaurant earlier after a youth basketball tournament. While there, the families noticed porn was being shown on one of the TVs in the restaurant. Okay, I need the address of this when we're done. Well, Delilah's on Milwaukee will show that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's what, Clyborne, I think. It's out there, Delilah. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, uh, it's a Buffalo Bills I, I'm bar, I'm going too. back. Listen, uh, I'm going. On Cl- uh, Lincoln. Lincoln, that's Lincoln, right. Lincoln. Yeah. The, only, the only thing that is leaving me with second thoughts is, is maybe the, the penalty in Florida is not nearly as much as it is in Ohio. Is there a penalty for that in Florida? Uh, this is not sure. Tuesday. I don't know. This is a Tuesday in Florida, but a misdemeanor in Ohio. Right, right yeah. I, you I'm know, still going Tampa. This this just reeks of Tampa. I've got Ohio. Give me Sandusky. Oh, really? You're going up in the give me, Cleveland give area? Give me Ohio. Uh, I'll say somewhere outside of Cincinnati. I don't really know my Cincinnati geography. But you could Dayton's close. You sure, could go yeah, Butler County. Um, Mason, Ohio is Certainly. close. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Ohio. Yeah, certainly not your Akron's or your your Hudson's. No, this is yeah, outside. I think they, of yeah, it's probably a little bit more proper than. Show me Sandusky. Okay, it took place in Green, Ohio. Oh, See, this is my my, my my rationale was: is they're definitely going to give you hell for this in Ohio? Yes, in Tampa or somewhere else in Florida, like Charlie or one of you. It's Wednesday. We've all made mistakes, like Tyler said. <laughs> you know, the it's waiter Wednesday. comes over and says, "I did this yesterday. It's not a problem." Oh boy! Uh, all right, when we come back, uh, we'll do a little something we uh, we call Aki's A list, and then we've got Northwestern Rutgers basketball. We'll go to at five fifteen as well. And I also want to get Jimmy's call. Jimmy's got a uh, suggestion for. Uh, for financing this stadium. We'll get to that next.